You'll fuck up those kids worse than you already are. You've got your divorce. Welcome to Unscripted and Naked Honesty Podcast about healthy boundaries and individuality with your host, Coach Andy, master listener and queen of mommy and marriage boundaries. Married businesswomen drowning in self-doubt find her when they want to create non-negotiable boundaries in their personal and professional relationships. She teaches them how to say yes to their wants, needs, and desires, and no, to shame, anxiety, and guilt. Join us as we explore different topics related to setting healthy, non-negotiable boundaries and those topics most people won't talk about in public. Every week, we'll be discussing how to set boundaries in your life in the most brutally honest way. It's time to learn how to create a life you love behind closed doors. So activate the noise-canceling features and listen to some truth bombs because it's time to get real, raw, and ruthlessly transparent so the best version of you will always shine through. You'll fuck up those kids worse than you already are. You've got your divorce. Welcome to episode 10. So those were the exact words my husband said to me and what I said to him when I decided to homeschool our kids. They were in kindergarten and first grade at the time. So hey guys, this is uh, not really a teaching episode, but more of just a story, an honest, super real, transparent story about what goes on in a marriage when both part, you know, both the husband and wife are at an all-time low. And we were definitely at an all-time low. At this point in our marriage, I had already had an affair. It was a couple years later, and he was away on a business trip. And I had felt like when he was away, I kind of had a moment to breathe, I guess, in a way, and to take time for myself. Like, what is it that I need to do for me? At the time, I was super preoccupied young mom I had four kids and they were all the oldest at the time was six or seven so four kids under the age of seven let's say and husband's not around and I'm just trying to I'm trying to just survive right and so I was living on my own no family around at the time Actually, we had just recently moved, so we were in a brand new place. And I had looked more into, you know, what am I doing? What am I doing for the kids? What am I doing for me? And I really felt a strong calling once I started to kind of get out of my own way, stop having these woe is me thoughts, like how busy I am or feeling trapped. I, you know, can't go out clubbing anymore used to I love to go out and dance definitely wasn't doing that anymore when I joined the church and just trying to find things to do God was really 
really like reeling me in. I was fighting. Yo, I was fighting. But I definitely heard the calling of, you know, you got to bring these kids home. You got to bring them home. I was taking them to public school. And at the time, it was just like, they're not, they're not really doing much. My daughter keeps saying how she colored all day long. My son is coming home saying, well, Tim says that to his mom. And I'm about ready to beat him down and have, you know, Child Protective Services called on me. Because he's getting so lippy and sassy. And I wasn't having it. So... I was really feeling this calling, bring them home, bring them home. So I started, okay, what's in my area? You know, asking a bunch of questions, doing a bunch of research. There was a really, really loving and godly homeschool group that was literally I could probably walk to. Met with them a few times, just having them really mentor me because I was scared. I didn't know what to do. I wasn't sure how... You know, this is going to turn out for the kids. There's all those, like, social assumptions. How will they socialize? How will they know how to talk to other people? They're stuck at home. They're going to be inept. You know, all these, like, assumptions that happens with homeschool kids. And I was like, I didn't know how to answer these difficult questions when I expressed to someone, it's like, yeah, we're thinking about homeschooling. And and since Jeff wasn't around, he wasn't really there to um, dive into the research and the benefits of homeschooling that I was seeing. I was like, oh my gosh, our kids need this. And I could have a complete curriculum. And basically, I just, it says, I mean, it literally, the curriculum would say, say this to the kids during teaching. Pause. Say this. Wait for them. <laughs> like, it was stupid, crazy easy. And I was like dude, I can read. I have like college level experience. I can teach a first grader. <laughs> but my husband wasn't having it. He really wasn't having it. And at the time there was another woman involved in his life that was saying all the negative things about homeschooling because she was well-educated, private school, all these things, saying all the negative things about homeschooling. And here I am like, hey, no, no, no. I'm, you know, this is, I'm in, I'm in a group. They, they love and it's, it's about the children. It's really children focused and, you know, getting their morals together as well as their education. And conflicting areas, right? And so he has on one hand a wife who isn't seemingly understanding what he wants, which is public school, do everything like this other woman is telling him to do that's best. And at the same time, he's like, I don't know who this woman is because she's kind of selfish and bitter and angry. She cheated on me. We stayed together. and But, you know, and he's just, he's just not there. And so we would constantly clash and talk around each other, never with each other when we were on the phone while I was away. And when I just finally put my foot down, I was like, no, I, I'm doing this. There, you don't understand. Like, I know you're not here, but it'll be okay. And I just said, I'm doing it. And that's when he said it. You'll fuck up those kids even worse than you are. And at the time, we were hurting so bad.
We were hurting so bad. He was already involved with this other person, unbeknownst to me. I had, you know, pretty much solidified that last straw of, I will not respect your, you know, your wishes for your kids. And he just came out and said it. And I was so crushed. I was like, I'm done. I'm done with this man. And then I crushed him right back and said, you got your divorce. I hung up. And literally probably two months later, I'm on the computer looking for a divorce lawyer, a way to get the divorce proceeding started. And it, it was horrible. <laughs> it was so horrible. We were both so hurt. And what makes it even, I don't want to say worse, but definitely unfavorable was that my children had no idea what was going on between mommy and daddy. I would have these conversations either privately in a separate room or they were at school or they were napping or something, but never in front of the kids. And I didn't care. You know, I started to um, file for the divorce paperwork that we had to do. I started to list off things I could sell so that I could um, fly back home closer to my parents and just be done with that area. And I was like, I will just go back to school at night, you know, and I was still going to homeschool and I was going to teach them during the day, you know, just take a nap as I needed to and then work at night. So I had all this, I had this planning, right? I was just like, I'm done with this guy. And Honestly, I, I do not remember our next conversation, but uh, obviously we did keep talking and I'm not sure exactly how we got over that part, but within 24 hours, I ceased the divorce um, paperwork and we just, we just kind of kept trying to talk through it. I think ultimately he just realized that we don't want a divorce, uh, but, you know, he's hurt, I'm hurt. There are times when, you know, as a married couple, you intentionally just hurt each other. There's no reason or explanation for it. It's because you're hurting. I was hurting so bad when he said that. Like, that was like the low of the low. That was... It killed my soul. And the reason why I say that, because if you've listened to previous podcasts, you know that my top love language is words of affirmation. In that moment several moments, trust me, back and forth, not just on him, but from my perspective, my story, saying that to me was like a death blow because it's the opposite of affirmation, right? And so that's why it was a killer blow and I reacted in anger and hurt and despair, helplessness, feeling worthless. 
I'm like, here I am trying to get out of my own way, follow God's direction for our family, and bring our kids home into a safe and educational and morally sound environment as much as possible. And you're telling me I'm going to fuck them up? Yeah. (laughs) That hurt. That hurt so much. And so the reason why I'm having this episode, this story of you got your divorce is I'm taking you behind the closed doors, letting you know you're not the only one who is either receiving or giving such hurtful words. Even though Jeff's love language is not words of affirmation, me telling him that you're going to, I'm going to divorce you, I'm done with you, you're not worthwhile. I'm not exactly, you know, feeding into his, I respect you as head of household. You know what I mean? The Bible says, husbands, love your wives and wives, respect your husbands. Husbands, this is what they need. They need that respect. And wives, we want to feel loved. Now, in the form of love languages, I wholeheartedly believe that a man's love language is definitely a form of respect for him. But there are other things and actions and words that as wives we can do to continue to show our husband's respect. And when I made this decision to homeschool without his feedback, without his quote-unquote consent, it was definitely a lack of respect. And then here's this other woman who's giving him all the respect he needs and desires. And then that relationship ended up being his affair. I want you to know that I've been through the cluster too. (laughs) And sometimes people need to hear that. Need to hear that things were shitty. Things were super bad horrible things were said to each other. Sometimes you're going to hear some real words that really suck. So what are you going to do about it? Are you going to react? Get angry? Get bitter? Say you want a divorce? I get you. I got you. I understand and I see you. I got it. But I want you to know that you're not alone in this. People won't talk about it. They won't talk about the hurtful things their spouse says to them. I don't see that casual conversation, you know, over text. Maybe over text if you have a really, really good friend. You might be like, hey, Jim said this to me last night. It crushed me. Yeah, if you have a super, super, super close friend, that you feel vulnerable, that you could open up to, hopefully, (laughs) be a discerning, loving, praying over you, sister in Christ. Yeah. Gosh, I hope you have that. I didn't. I was alone. I didn't tell anybody in the church. I didn't tell anybody. It was embarrassing. It was shameful. I didn't tell anyone in my homeschool group. As they're talking about yeah, how did your husband react to when you said homeschool? Because, you know, we, us moms would be together and some husbands would be like, yeah, we're all for it. They were super supportive. And when they came around to me, how did your husband react? Or what did he say when you said you were homeschooling? 
I have no idea how I composed myself. But my immediate response internally, I didn't say it out loud, but internally was he had an affair. But I, I really don't recall what I said. It was probably, it was obviously a lie. It probably just, you know, he's still not sure about it or probably something along those lines. I mean, how alone do you feel? I understand. Or how alone do you feel in certain situations like this? I understand. And thinking about that, I can picture that moment. We were all on the beach, just us moms chilling while the kids were playing. We were having a down day. And all I could think of, my husband went and had an affair. Because I decided to homeschool. You know, that was from my perspective. It's, it goes deeper than that. But, you know, from my perspective, it's like, wow. <laughs> that is, that's horrible. So behind closed doors, whatever you're going through, yeah, it's horrible. It's despicable, it's lonely, and it hurts like hell. And this is why I will continue to say it and take you behind the closed doors with me. Because it's time to learn how to create a life that you love behind those closed doors even when horrible moments and situations like this can happen. Mine was an affair and threatening of divorce and the worst way that I could ever be torn down ever through the opposite of my love language. Maybe you're going through other things. It could be financial burdens. It could be blended family burdens. It could be... Um, He's just not involved or really loving you. I mean, that's hor that's horrible. That doesn't feel good. I don't care how minor you think it is. If it feels horrible to you, that's real. And it's okay to feel that. But I want you to know that you're not alone. So in this episode, you got your divorce. He didn't get his divorce, thank God. And we did get through it, and it has been the best decision of both of our lives to keep our kids at home and homeschooling for over 20 years. Of course, it didn't start out that way, but it did, becoming, it did become an amazing, huge, unbelievable blessing in disguise later on. Because I'm here now telling you that on the other side, we made it, and so can you. It just takes some tweaking, it takes some healing, and it takes some time. But thank God, if you're here, if you're in the Skinny Mommy tribe, if you're here with Coach Andy, here with me, it's not going to take you nearly as long. Because from that point on, it was still another six to eight years before we got into our bliss. That's a long time, y'all. Long time. But we persevered. And whoever's listening right now, right now, that's you. This is the reason why we're persevering. It's for you. Be sure to hit me up. You can contact me 
through the podcast, um, please look in the description box. You can always send me a DM on Instagram at the skinny mommy. Don't stay feeling alone. So right now you reach out to me and you schedule time. You're going to send me a DM at the skinny mommy. And all you need to do is be like, just say two words. Show me. That's it. Show me. Because I want you to see the future. I want you to have the hope. I want you to have the unconditional love where you never feel torn down again by your own love language that just just destroys you. I want to show you how to say yes to your wants, needs, and desires. I want you to say yes on how to set those boundaries to protect yourself in the most brutally honest way to be able to tell someone, ouch, that hurt, dude. That hurt. I couldn't say that. I didn't know how to say that. So I retaliated in anger and hurt him right back. Come with me behind the closed doors and I will show you. DM me, email me, show me. So that together we create a life that you love behind your own closed doors. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to spread the super love, please share it or post about it on social media. Feel free to also leave a rating and review. To catch all the shenanigans going on, you can follow me on Instagram at the skinny mommy. Just remember, I got you. Stay true to you and I pray you feel super loved today.